ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, welcome to the most amazing interview show on the Information Superhighway! Now zooming to you live and simultaneously from two secret studio bunkers in dual time zones located somewhere south of Alaska, east of Area 51, north of Guantanamo. And if I give you one more clue, we'll all be in deep trouble. It's the amazing twin namesakes separated at birth, the two most famous guys not in witness protection. It's Coffee with Jim and James! Good morning, everyone. Another beautiful sunny day here. James, something about today has me feeling kind of strong, but not physically, more so this way. Don't know what it is. Feel like finding my strengths, or maybe I have those words backwards. Anyways, that's a hint of today's show. As always, my partner in crime, the yin to my yang, the ping to my pong. The show wouldn't be the show without him, Mr. James Cross. James, how are you? And you know I'm on a roll right now. Can you tell me why I'm feeling so strong? You bet, Jim. And uh, the, the show literally wouldn't be the same without that, in, that intro every every day. <laughs> uh, Jim, today's show is based around strength, so we're going to be talking about strength-based leadership. And today we have a very special guest, one of my good friends from the industry from Southern Gas Association. Uh, Miss Cindy Mitchell. Cindy, welcome to the show. Welcome, Cindy. Thank you, guys. This is fantastic. I'm super excited to be with you. Um, it's a fantastic journey that we've been on together. And so uh, this is a great format. I'm really looking forward to bringing strengths to your audience and uh, talking a little more about the whole platform of Gallup's Clifton Strengths Strength Finders. They make it any harder to say. That's what I wonder. Version two, they could add a few more syllables uh, to trip us up. Right. Uh, I think it's just as hard to type because that N and the G and the T and the H just kind of runs together too. So it's just uh, that that probably sounds like it gives spell check a run for the money. <laughs> you know, Cindy, we've known each other for a long time, and uh, we've seen each other at. Uh, countless shows and other events like that and you have some really cool party tricks i'll call them <laughs> and, and as james just alluded to for those who know cindy is a gallup certified strength finder coach and if anybody knows anything about the business world and strengths and all that that's kind of a really big deal cindy can you help us and give our viewers the thirty thousand foot view of uh two strength finders and what it's about Sure. Um, so I won't go into too much of the um, history of it, but Don Clifton was a, a behavioral psychiatrist, and he's the founder of Strength Finders. He started the movement by asking the question simply, what would happen if we focused on what was right with people? Mm -hmm. uh, eventually, uh, he developed a psychometric assessment that is now powered by the Gallup organization. So it's different. It's not a personality profile. Uh, people that have, have done those may be experienced, colors, love languages. All of those um, are fantastic um, entries into behavioral assessments. But really to get to the heart of who we are, we really do need um, to use a psychometric assessment. So it, it's broken up into 34 identified talent themes or strengths as we call them. And there are four domains. 
um, over 20 million people worldwide now have taken strength finders. Uh, and only one in 33, what the odds are one in 33 million is that someone would have the exact so same top five in the exact same order as you. Wait, uh, one, one in 33 million? Mm -hmm. Mine and Jim's are exactly the same. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. And then um, I think the last thing that you really need to know, uh, it, kind of at this high level view, is that the reason that they're actually identified as talent themes um, is because they must be developed in order to be known or seen by others. So these talent themes are innate in us. They are how we're wired and um, those have to be developed and worked on. Um, so that others can recognize those as strengths. Every strength has a balcony. Every strength has a basement. Um, you can always have too much of a good thing. So uh, you can kind of get the idea, right? The reference of a balcony and a basement. Yeah, Jim's on a balcony right now. Um, we, uh, <laughs> he, he is at the far extreme of all of his strengths. No, uh, Cindy, I love, I, I love, um, the strength-based and strength finder. Um, I when we when I came on board with EWN was the first thing, the first time I was really exposed to it. And I say exposed like it was a bad thing. When it, when I saw it, took the test, and got my top five back. And for those that have never done it, that's kind of the process. Where you get your five, you can pay for an additional one, see the full set. But when I saw my five, it was like my whole life. I realized what what it was that. I had been gifted with really and that almost every time in my life that I thought it was coincidence or you know I fell into a good you know habit or routine really it boiled a lot down to my strengths and so it was a big realization for me as a leader and also as I mean just for my career and so when I began leaning into those things and coupling my strengths with the right people uh, and learning more about it and how powerful it was and started implementing it within my own teams, I think we started to see the benefits almost, it felt like instantly. Uh, I mean, you can almost do it at the smallest project level or start big, you know, kind of ramp up into it either way. Uh, we, we, we went in and we started aligning people in the right seats and, and just building teams better, in my opinion. So, so I guess my point is, is, and, and what I want to ask you is, why isn't every single company using StrengthsFinder? And, um, you know, what, how could it change them and what they're doing? You're absolutely right. And um, trust me, to work with your organization was an absolute delight. It, it is so refreshing that a company wants to implement a strengths-based culture. Right. Um, typically, because we're pretty hardwired to do what we do and the negative's pretty easy to see, um, it usually takes a couple of years to get everybody on the right track and, and to have the right conversations. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, what do you do when somebody messes up? You either reprimand them, you write them up, you talk to them about what they've done wrong, right? You don't find out what they've done right and work to overcome the deficiency. So, so it takes a while. Um, so that's part of the reason to answer your question 
is um, there are a lot of leaders that uh, aren't a very strength-based mindset type of a leader. Um, and, and then there's the mindset too that strength finders or these kinds of assessments are warm and fuzzy. Um, they, they make your team feel good. Um, so I'm gonna tell you that uh, the Gallup organization is a very serious organization. Um, polling obviously is something they're widely known for, so numbers they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a business strategy. Why more companies don't recognize that, I'm not very sure. But employees um, who are engaged in their jobs are six times more likely to be um, successful, strongly agree that they have the opportunity to do what they do best, three times more likely to report an excellent quality of life. Uh, 32% of the American workforce is actively disengaged. Mm. They're not just like, ooh, this is a J-O-B. They are actively throwing. Yeah. Today is the worst day of my life. Right. I mean, they roll in and they sit in the parking lot and wonder if they should go into work. That's right. 32%. So increased productivity and quality of work delivered is the bottom line of what you get when you build in strength finders into your culture. Um, It's the equivalent of um, 33 minutes a day more productive. So that doesn't sound like a lot. However, when the average U.S. team is built of 11 people, um, that's essentially an additional team member. I mean, mean, that's crazy. You know, everybody, especially right now, um, how do we how do we do more with less? How do we meet our demands? And yet when you can engage your employees. And focus on using your teammates in the way that works best for them will work best for you. So um, it just kind of is a, a cool side note. Um, James, you and I share one of the same top five, and Jim, we share two. So James and I share strategic. Which I feel like everyone has strategic. I feel like, is that the most really? popular one ever? No, it's not. Really? Uh, I really don't. Um, nope. Actually, okay. achiever is the number one in the U.S., of both men and women. Huh. I need achievers uh, in my life. That's right. So do I. Because uh, I can arrange all day long, all day long, and out into the night. I need somebody to go. Okay, we're going to start now, uh, <laughs> with or without you. And then I need somebody to say, "We're going to finish this because I need to right. check the box." That's that's my life. Okay. Jim is your Jim is your activator. He's the one to get all of that started. And we share activator and strategic. Um, it's interesting when you said, I think most people, I hope the look on my face didn't give it away, but I, I find a lot of people who are strategic all day long. So, um, <laughs> Maybe I, I just work with really awesome people. And I guess, I guess it depends on leadership or, you know, at what level sometimes. So I find that uh, I can't remember uh, the other day we pulled it together, our executive leadership team. And I think almost all of us had strategic and responsible. Uh, responsibility which was I mean I, I don't know how it shakes out across the board I don't you know I didn't pay for that report or become a coach like you Cindy but uh, it is fascinating to to learn more about each one and it's fun you know it's really fun when you can when you understand where people's 
like their passion and strengths are and you tap into it, you see them blossom. Yeah. And, That's right. if, you know, if, and if you know if somebody is not what you're looking for in that strength, there's, there's many pieces of the puzzle that'll, that'll help them or they can fit into. Um, you know, and it brings me to a, an observation I had. You know, I've been to, Cindy, a lot of SGA events. And um, James has too. We have, we support the SGA. We've been to a lot. And to me, it seems like the entire SGA crew seems to be a very, you know, tight-knit group. Has high expectations, uh, strong leadership, strong team. Um, I, how has the SGA used this technique amongst yourselves to set yourselves apart? And, and I have to ask, you know, uh, what's the good, bad, and the ugly that you find from, you know, integrating this whole uh, tool into your everyday life? Look at her. She's scared to death to answer this. <laughs> HR and communications are sitting on both shoulders going, don't do it. So now don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> What's the clean version? Good, bad, and ugly. I can't talk about that. All right, let's yeah. so, um, sorry, I was looking for a, a paper that I thought was right here. Uh, I, I think the bad and the ugly to implement strength finders comes into the amount of time it takes to deprogram. Um, and immediately, you know, when something happens, you immediately go to that, that knee-jerk response of, What's wrong? Where did it fail? What did you do wrong? So I, you know, infusing something into a culture is not easy. And it doesn't matter if it's the culture of your team, the culture of your family, or the culture of your organization. Um, you can't change a culture without a common language. And so, uh, Strength Finders has to become a part of your language and your organization. Um, you know, I mean, for us, it's it's been a lot of fun to use Strength Finders, um, it, just so that I, our employees got to listen to someone other than me talk all the time. We actually hired another group to come in and help us, um, and so it, it's really been a very positive experience for people to be seen. Amen. And, and so I think, you know, that's, that's the beauty of it, um, is that everyone, everyone has a top five. Everyone has um, strengths, you know, at varying degrees um, of development, um, various, varying degrees of understanding, but everybody can be seen for what they are really known to be um, wired to be amazing and so when you uh, when you start to infuse it in the culture it's hard I mean it takes a minute and no matter how committed you are so, yeah. um, so and you're right Cindy the the uh, we're, we're in such a uh, on-demand world right that yep. you know yep. I can watch a whole series of something I can you know my son's probably streaming in there that's why my connection's so bad like he never lived in a world where he had to wait a week for the new episode to come out. You know, like everything, I want to buy some shoes, I go on Amazon and I got them the next day or the same day. So when it comes to leadership and those principles, you know, and really going back to fundamental basics and saying, we can't do this right if we don't start with, this, with the same language. And at EWN, you know, you, you've probably seen our, 
our hashtag and, and our motto, our kind of makeshift motto, which would be better. Yep. Um, you know, everybody screams, you know, they're the best at this and the best at that. But when everybody's screaming, you can't tell one person from the other, right? And our commitment is not that, you know, we're not always going to be the best. We're going to make mistakes, but yep. we're going to, we're going to take that and continuously improve it and be better and lean into when we're doing really, really well with something. Um, I, I think it's hard for some leaders to, to get a program like this off the ground because they want instant results or, or, or from even higher up are expected to have instant results and working a plan. And that's, that's tough. You got to be committed. You got to be passionate and you've got to be dedicated to it. Um, Cindy would, uh, we always kind of finish with some final thoughts and you know, that I would talk to you about this for like, we could do 16 episodes, nerd out about it. 20. Then we could do some prequel. We could do 34, I know. Uh, with two bookend uh, uh, intros and outros. But um, what are some final thoughts for people that might be the first time they're hearing this or the first time they're realizing there's really a movement behind it? Or, or maybe people that have, got lazy with their strengths or with their, with their groups? What, what do you have for them as final thoughts? Well, I mean, at the end of the day, um, I think it's incredible to have a tool uh, that recognizes you and um, gives you a vocabulary to answer what is good with me. Um, you know, the worst interview, in my opinion, the worst interview plan, uh, question on the planet is tell me your strengths and tell me your weaknesses. Well, if I sit here all day, go through that. I mean, um, uh, gosh, I just take on too much, Cindy. I, yeah. I just, uh, you know, I can't say no. <laughs> right. Everybody yeah. answers that the same, right? I mean, yep, yeah. yep. Um, but geeking out with you, I love working with individuals at various stages of their life. Um, one of the coolest things is when they're uh, getting ready to leave college and, and go on their adult journey. Um, any point of their career really is just to help them identify what they excel at and how to develop skills and strategies so that they demonstrate those strengths. Um, Good point. Yeah, it's, it's just we're right now we are under extreme pressure, stress, anxiety, uh, and that will impact your strengths. And so, to your point, James, if maybe you're not seeing them, um, you know, it could be uh, some time to take a mental health break yep. and check on yourself and see how you're doing and spend some time um, kind of getting to know where you are right now. Um, the saw. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, but, you know, like I said, everybody has them. Uh, and it's, uh, it's, it's pretty fantastic to have a vocabulary around being able to say, this is what I'm good at. It's, it's one that we, we speak the same language across organizations sometimes, you know, us and, and SGA, but also within our building. It's nice to have that. We, we do seven habits also just uh, with, with the majority of our folks, and we do it in different groups. And uh, again, that's a common language for us to really rally around and and when somebody says, begin with the end of mind or seek first to understand, we know where their head's at. And uh, as we start geeking out on strengths, uh, you know, we're, we're all very much on the same page. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I have to tell you, I, I agree with everything James says. And Cindy, you have been absolutely wonderful to join us today. Uh, we can't thank you enough for the time. You've really just, um, you know, we've been exploring the Strength Finders for a while, but I really think that our audience will, um, from this, have a pretty good taste of, you know, what this is uh, potential for them. And I think that's really important. And I will say to the audience that if you're interested and interested in learning more, please connect with Cindy. She is a wealth of information, resource, and as you can see, just a, a wonderful person. She uh, likes to talk. Well, maybe not as much as I do, but she likes to talk. So exactly. I'm sure she, what's that? The close second, for sure. A, a 2.1. How does that sound? But anyways, do please connect with uh, Cindy. And if you're new to the show, if this is your first time, connect with James and I. We have... Uh, uh, episodes every week we would like to have you on on your feed showing up so please connect with us um and if anybody does want to take the big jump and join us on the show and be a guest by all means uh reach out to james or i we would love to have a discussion with you to see if we can't uh, make that happen and we, we haven't ran out of guests yet which is nor the, run out of mugs yet right yeah, we already ran out once so Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, we had to order more. All right. Anyway. Cindy, it's been awesome. Awesome. Yep. Spending time with you today. Tell everyone at SGA hello. And uh, we wish you all well, and we can't wait to see you out at an event, hopefully next year. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's been fun geeking out with you guys. And again, thanks to all our viewers. Thanks for watching. God bless you, and God bless our industry. And we will see you next time on Coffee with Jim and James. Take care and stay safe. Bye, everyone.